What do your priorities look like? Have you been told they're out of whack? (laughs) Have you actually even told yourself that you need to get your priorities in check or maybe back in check? Well, I've got three keys to prioritizing coming right up for you, and I pray that in the next 20 minutes, you will feel freedom and feel empowered like never before to prioritize your day. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all, let's do this. Let's get into the nitty gritty of your day, how you schedule, how you choose what happens first and last, how you prioritize, who you prioritize, just all the things. Like I always say, anything I share on here, the Lord has either been working on in me or we've made it to the other side. This is a daily choice, and some of the pieces I'm going to share with you today, I've, dare I say, mastered, (laughs) yet other parts... I climb the steps and pay my toll on the struggle bus every single day. So here we go. All right, I'm not even joking when I say this. The question I get asked more than anything else is, Kayla, how do you stay so consistent with your morning Bible time? Seriously, I get asked this at least twice per week. My morning Bible time, which now includes journaling, is by far the most consistent part of my days my weeks, my months, and now I can even say the past five years. But the questions keep pouring in. How do you stay consistent? How is it that every single morning without fail you open your Bible, spend time with the Lord, and share it on social media? Well, the simple answer now is, it's just my lifestyle. But it's been five years now that I've been consistent, and so it really is my lifestyle. Okay, Kayla, I get that. But what about when other things come up? What about when you're on vacation? What about when you sleep in? What about when the kids keep you up all night and just all the things? Then do you still wake up extra early to read your Bible? Now, for the sake of complete honesty, I do not have children of my own yet. The closest experiences I've had was living full-time with my niece and nephew when my niece was two and then my nephew was born and I was with them for another whole year almost at that stage. Was I waking up early then? I was. And actually, that is the same time that this habit began. I traded my get up and go to the gym before anyone else wakes up for get up and spend time with God in his word before anyone else wakes up. Now, if the thoughts are swirling in your mind about comparison, let me put an end to them right now. Because in the kingdom of God, we are not to compare with negative outcomes. We are to compare, which if you didn't catch the three-part series on comparison, go back and binge listen to those episodes. But anyway, comparison is simply noticing similarities and differences, not negatives and positives. So in the kingdom, I feel like comparison should be inspiring. Comparison should be eye-opening. Comparison should be recognizing uniqueness and building self-confidence. So please don't listen to my day and compare yourself in a way that brings up negative thoughts. One of the scriptures I try to live by, well, now that I say that, I'm over here comparing myself in my mind like, oh, really, Kayla, this is one of the scriptures you try to live by? Well, what about all the other ones? Don't you care about those? Do you see how fast those thoughts can infiltrate our minds? That's so crazy. 
Well, right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak the truth, and the truth is God's word. And we are to be doers of the word, not hearers only. So this scripture right here, I try my best every day to be a doer of. It's 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11, and it says this, So encourage each other and build each other up just as you are already doing. I love that scripture. I love that encouragement. I love that guidance. So please know my motive and my heart behind sharing examples from my own life, my motive is to encourage you and build you up. Look, life in God's kingdom is incredible. There's no need to feel insecure by comparing ourselves to others. We should be encouraged and inspired. We should feel built up and motivated. That's how God works. He uses people in your life. So I pray that you take this episode as I share what has and has not worked for me and allow the Holy Spirit to help you examine yourself in a way that will get you to scheduling and prioritizing your days with joy, with excitement, accomplishment, and glory to God. Okay, so today I want to walk you through how I try, let me say that even more clearly, how I try to prioritize my days. Now the in-betweens will differ obviously, but here's a legit strategy for prioritizing your day. I'm going to start you off with this. Key number one to prioritizing, set the big three. Number one, God. Number two, me. Number three, others. Now, you really may be thinking, there's just no way. I have so many other people depending on me and I don't have time to do it like this. Well, just hear me out. Because prioritizing simply means to list or rate in order of priority. (laughs) Don't you love when the definition of a word includes the word itself, basically? But, okay, so priority, it's just the fact or condition of being regarded or treated as important. Here's my favorite little nugget about this, and if there's one thing you take from this episode, maybe this is where you will get the freedom. Priority doesn't mean finished first. Priority simply means regarded or treated as more important. Have you ever been on an airplane and your ticket status was priority? Well, if you think about it, what makes them priority? Well, their service is a little different. Some of their amenities may be different. They have some perks that other travelers may not, but they still arrive at the destination at the same time as everyone else. And the real real is that those travelers paid for that priority status. The perks and bonuses were so important to them that they put their money there. But remember, everyone arrived at the destination at the same time. So what does it really mean to prioritize then? Well, exactly what the definition says, to list or rate in order of priority. I'm encouraging you, and maybe even challenging you to check your priority list and to think of it this way. God first, then yourself, then others. What does putting God first look like? What does making him the top priority look like? I want to help you with a shift in your mindset here because I feel like our culture has made priority mean first. But that's not the case. For many of you, when you prioritize your health, that doesn't mean you're working out as soon as you wake up in the morning, right? When you prioritize your finances, that doesn't mean you're looking at your budget and calculating spending first thing in the morning. So let me free you right here. Priorities do not mean the order in which we do the thing. It's the order of importance or rank or rating of the thing in your life. So now that we cleared that up, can you get on board with me? God, then you, than others. All right, let's move on. The key to prioritizing number two is focus on the purpose. This point right here is so important and it takes a bit of work, mostly mental, because here's the thing. Our world is surrounded by what we can see and what others can see of us, right? I'll just speak from my own personal example right here. Okay, so I set out originally to read one chapter of the Bible every day. 
Now, some days I read more, some days I read less. I always share a couple verses and how the truth and principles can apply to my life today. But here's the thing. If I just focus on my priority being to read one chapter of the Bible each day, I'm missing out on the whole purpose of why God even had the Bible written and then rewritten in different translations and then made digital and all the things. He didn't leave the Bible to us just so that we could read it. That's not the purpose. See where I'm going here? The purpose is that we spend time with him, that we get to know him, that we grow in our relationship with him, that we receive his love and forgiveness and mercy and grace and salvation, that we're not just hearers of the word, but doers also, that we hold on to his truths and walk them out in our daily lives, that we represent him in this earth to others through our words, our deeds, our smiles, our everything. You see, me reading the Bible every morning is not about me reading. I am not my five-year-old nephew in practicing reading, repeating words and continuing to read so that I can read more clearly and quickly. No, the purpose is that I am growing, I am receiving, I am living in the fullness of God. I come out of my time with the Lord in his word every single day with clarity, with peace, with curiosity, with insight, with questions, with growth, with excitement, with encouragement, with understanding, with things to work on. That is the focus. With God as number one, the purpose is the focus. Okay, let me give you another example. You. I'm encouraging you to put yourself as your second priority. I'm just going to go with an example of your healthy lifestyle. Exercise, drinking water, fueling your body so that it functions efficiently, all those things. You already know that the purpose is more important than that actual act of doing the exercise. That daily walk is not really about getting your steps in so that you're in first place on the work week hustle on your Fitbit challenge group. Although that may be a motivation for you, the purpose is that you feel better. You get that time alone. You feel more peaceful, more calm. You like how your body feels and you can maybe even see the changes you've been desiring to see. The purpose is the focus. Look, if I'm going for a run... I don't get 10K. Well, let me bring my let me bring myself back to reality of where I'm at right now. I don't get 5K out of a run. I get endurance. I get fitness. I get strength. I get to be proud of myself. I get the purpose. I get the lasting effect. Okay, but what about others? What about what you do for others? How do you focus on the purpose of that? Because let's be honest, you may be completely exhausted with what you do for your family, what you do for your household, what you do for your business and your education, and ultimately, you may feel like all you do is do for others. Well, you may need to dig a little deeper when it comes to others because yes, it can be draining, especially when your mindset is, but I have to. Now, I'm not saying those aren't the facts. There are times in life you're the one who has to. That's just the way it is. But if you're always focused on the in the moment have to's, especially when it comes to others, then I'll just tell you right now, you're always going to feel like you just have to and there won't be much joy in it. But if I don't do it, nobody else will. Okay, that actually has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I'm sorry if this is cutting a little deep, but there are times in life that we just have to. There really are times in life that if you don't do it, nobody else will. So you just have to do it. And know this, God has given you the skills, the abilities, and the grace to do it. The bottom line of what I'm trying to get you to do is focus on the purpose. I know it's difficult, but every once in a while, can your never-ending laundry extravaganza be completed with a bit of joy, knowing the purpose is that your children, who cannot safely do their own laundry yet, so yes, you have to, 
that they get to wake up and go to school with clean clothes so that they can feel good and learn without distractions. Maybe I've totally lost you on this one, but truly remember in everything you choose to do in the day, there is a purpose. And if the purpose is actually what you focus on, then doing the thing is really just a means to get you to that purpose. There are some weeks that I'll be honest, I've delayed it all on my own. It's totally on me and there I am late night on a Monday trying to sound peppy to record a podcast episode so that it's available for you when you wake up Tuesday morning. Why? Because there's this joy and this almost high that I get from reading the reviews and getting the messages and hearing how an episode has shifted someone's thinking or challenged them in one way or another. There's this feeling like God is using me through this podcast and that right there, that purpose, that is worth the late night for me. Okay, so I've set up your big three for you, God, yourself, and others. I've given you the key to focus on the purpose. And now, key to prioritizing number three, your priorities add to your life, not take away. Again, this may be a shift in your mindset that needs to take place today. There's nothing worse than feeling like something is a waste of time, right? Or maybe even worse is thinking that it's taking away time from something else. But the truth is, our priorities add to our lives, not take away. Probably the number one thing I hear from women who want to spend time with God in His Word every day but struggle to keep up that consistency is that they just don't have time. There's just so many other things to do. Do you feel like that? Do you find yourself saying, it's not that God's not a priority in my life, I just really don't have time. Well, I have to make a little pit stop right here for a little bit. Let's really talk about this one. And please know my motive and my heart behind this. I completely understand that our lives are busy. And I cannot stand when people throw out those memes on social media saying, you have the same number of hours in a day as Beyonce. Again, let's not throw stones or negative comparison or condemnation at one another, but let's build one another up. But also... Have you tried? I keep seeing memories of me as a child asking my parents for help with something, something I know they could do in just seconds, whether it was tying my skates or a math problem I was stuck on or like packing for a road trip. Maybe you've heard or said this before. I think you can do it. You try first and then I'll come help if you need help. Remember those times? Like potty training? (laughs) Well, when it comes to your priorities and especially choosing God as your number one priority, have you tried? And I'm not asking if you've set a timer and an alarm and got up an hour before everyone else to read your Bible, but have you tried? Something I love teaching the women I work with is that, yes, I believe we should begin every day with God. I believe we should say good morning to Him first. Some people even find mornings go better when they set the atmosphere of worship in their house. Some, like me, spend time in His Word first thing in the morning. But I also have been able to give so many women freedom with this truth right here. Your intentional time with God in his word does not have to be early in the morning. Think about it. If you're not a morning person, everyone in any level of relationship with you knows not to mess with you in the morning. So why force yourself to spend time with God reading his word when you're already not in your best state? For some people, their lunch break at work outside at a park is the prime time to open their Bible. For others, it's before bed. But do you know what the common thread is? Spending time with God in his word is the priority. Does that help you out a bit? Well, let me throw out another nugget that can maybe help you. You know God created everything, right? And he's not bound by time, right? Heck, he's not bound by anything. He's God. 
He's also a redeemer. Now, if he can redeem our lives through the blood of Jesus to bring us back to a relationship with him, and if he can redeem us from sickness, he can redeem our financial hardships, do you really think he can't redeem time? I get it. You may be rolling your eyes. I used to roll my eyes at this too because here on earth, where we are currently living, our minds are limited. It's hard for us to comprehend beyond our thinking most of the time. But let me assure you, God can redeem the time. Here, I'll share this with you. Living with my brother and sister-in-law, a fresh three-nager and a newborn, that is when I gave up my morning gym time for morning Bible time. And here's why. I'm not sure I fully understood this until actually right now, but check this out. There will be people in our lives who do not understand our priorities, and we won't understand other people's either. You already know that to be true. We are a bunch of nitpicky, judgmental humans. We just are. Well, a little bit of background. My brother travels for work a lot. So really, it was just my sister-in-law and I most of the time, and we worked really well together. I've always been a morning person, so getting up to go to the gym, I was usually home before my niece woke up and then was ready to play and handle all the things while Brittany got some extra rest. Well... Once I shifted to use that quiet morning time before everyone else was awake to spend time with God in his word, I still managed to get to the gym every day. How? Thinking about it now, I really believe there are certain priorities other people understand and back us up on. Going to the gym was important to each of us at that time, so we would take turns. Leaving the house for that gym time was a priority to each of us and we understood it. Why? Because really, it was more about the purpose behind it. Oh my goodness, time out alone for an hour away from the kids to sweat and see other adults and get dressed and be in society? Mentally, that was the real deal. I say all of that to say this. It would have been tough for me to try to explain or have others on board with me saying, hey, I know you've got both kids here, but I'm just going to go into my room by myself and read my Bible for an hour or so. Because in that season, spending time with God was not the priority of everyone else in the house. Maybe you don't relate to that at all, but if you do, I want to encourage you and let you know that I've been there. And I was able to show love and grace and serve others by shifting my own schedule in order to make sure my priorities were still God, me, others. Look, when it comes to prioritizing your day, it's all on you. And that's not a statement to make you feel overwhelmed, but to make you feel empowered. You get to choose. I know you have responsibilities. I know you're busy. God knows that too. He's not oblivious to what you have going on. Um, You prayed for a lot of those things, that promotion, that house, those children, that husband, and he answered. He knows what's going on in your life. So I'm not going to challenge you this week, but I am going to encourage you. I'm encouraging you to set your priorities and to make them non-negotiable in your day. First, God. When and where are you going to spend intentional time with him? Like an intentional date. You. Where do you become priority every single day? What is it? And to be honest, putting in that quiet time with the Lord may be exactly what you need. So there you are knocking out both. And then others. Who else is a priority in your life and how can you serve them with joy, focusing on the purpose, not the project? Remember this, your priorities add to your day, not take away. Spending that time with God does not cause you to lose time. It actually gives you the peace you've been desperately seeking. That 20-minute walk alone doesn't pull you away from all the things you could be doing at home. It actually adds a breather and movement to your body, which can improve your mood. And remember this, your priorities are not necessarily the order in which they happen in your day, but they are the ranking of importance. Do you need to make some shifts in your priorities? Do you need to make some shifts in your mindset? 
You may not sit down right now and really think about this and work out your schedule for tomorrow with your priorities and check and make it sound all perfect, but I pray you do think about it. I pray that as you're completing tasks through the day, that you think about God, about yourself, and about others. I pray that you can see the purpose and receive the blessings from each task, not just go through the motions and feel drained. I pray that you see these priorities as adding to your life, not taking away. And I pray that you see and experience God in a fresh way just for you. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.